Oh, what up, Juice? What up, man? What up? What up, Juice? Yeah. Chilling. Saturday night. Well, go ahead and speak on it. You know what I mean? It's fight night. Go ahead and speak on what your prediction is for the fight, bruh. Oh, man. I got Floyd. I got Floyd in a a usual Floyd long fight. Ain't going to be nothing. I, I predict... The usual, a big build-up and uh, the collective sigh of, ah, oh, man, I spent all this money for this. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. So we, were, we were talking about Trump, you feel me? Like, how you feel about how that young man's been doing as of late, bro? Hey, I don't, I don't think he's doing a good job. I'm sitting here watching this uh, the Arpaio, Sheriff Arpaio. Right. Uh, this guy broke the law. I mean, we gotta have. Well, if it, why have laws if you could just do what you want? You know. Exactly. Uh, I don't. I don't understand that move. But you know, I, I feel like the guy is a is a divisive guy. He likes to fight. You know, he's not. If he if everybody gets along, he's not happy. You know, he wants to fight, and you know he. He, uh, I don't, I don't understand it, but that's, that's what I feel, man. That's how I feel. Right. I mean, so, I mean, uh, do you, are you, do you ever get to the point where you, you feel like he could pretty much get away with anything, bruh? Speaking of Trump? I feel like he can get away with anything. I do. Oh, I feel like he can get away with anything, man. I really do. Uh, it's sad. I'm still, I'm hoping that that changes. I'm hoping that that changes as he continues to do these outrageous things and he'll do something that make his Republican colleague decide, you know, I don't know. Now, if, mm-hmm. if, the, voting, if the voting goes a certain way, then things could change. You know, when you got, if it's some type of Democratic control of a House or a Senate, then and he can't really do what he want. But right now he can do what he want. They got the House, the Senate, and the presidency, you know. Right. And until that changes, until that changes, I'm looking at him being able to do whatever he wants. It's sad. <laughs> it really is, man. Oh, man. I mean, this nigga told me, was, me and Ori was just talking about how the hurricane shit popping off. In his words, all the people on the Gulf Coast is good luck. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. what, kind of, what kind of leadership is that? It's just terrible leadership. I mean, the guy, you know, everybody thought he was going to be good at business. Oh, well, not everybody, but the people who voted for the guy and they held their nose and they said, well, you know, we don't like Hillary. We're going to vote for this guy. Maybe he's good for business. And come mm-hmm. to find out, he ain't good at that neither. I mean, he's, he's good. He's good at putting his names on buildings. That's that's his. You know, before they get foreclosed on, you know what I'm saying? Right. Before they get foreclosed on, then he's also good at lining up his lawyers and and going through bankruptcy and just you know he's good at fighting. He that's his thing. He likes to fight, and he's just. He just uh, seemed to be a real ugly, angry guy on the inside to have all that money, you mm. know. 
But yeah, man, I just I feel like even that didn't even as I'm looking at, it, I said, well, as, as terrible as this dude probably gonna be, maybe he'll be able to run some type of game with the numbers and do some business. But that's not happening. That's not gonna happen either. So I just uh, I don't know, man. Hopefully he won't be able to just do everything he wants to do because it could be real devastating just to the to society to the world, you know, with this North Korea stuff and everything that's going on, man. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, but y'all think that if Trump one day was like, fuck it, I wanted George Bush the nuclear button, that the generals would really follow through with that shit? Or you think like there's a line where people gonna be like, we gonna have to tell this man no? Uh, hey, that's tough. That is tough. That's tough. That you it shouldn't be even a pause at that. You know, just just the fact that you have to think about it is scary. That's yeah. my thing. You know, just just the fact that it's a possibility that it's in the back of your mind. Like, hmm, would this guy do it? You know. <laughs> Would he even, would, just the fact that you even questioning that he might do something like that is, is, is scary, man. I don't know what the protocol is unless you could just physically, physically hold him back from doing, pushing some type of button. Because if he, you know, <laughs> if he wants to do it, he has, he's the president. He can do it if he wants, you know. Yep. He can do it if he wants. You would have to just fight him and physically put him in handcuffs or something. <laughs> you got to restrain the president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to just restrain him. Like, no, we can't let him do it. He's crazy. <laughs> so if they crazy, why they ain't got the nigga out of there? Man, that's a good question. It, you know, yeah. it's, they they look at... They call it. They call it the base. The base supporters. The 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 these Republicans. I'm telling you, it's the ones in the House and the Senate that could shut it down if they wanted to, but they don't want to do it because then they scared of getting voted out by these folks that voted Trump in. Right. So it's like a power thing. I just want to stay in power. I just want to stay in office. I'm gonna tolerate him. I'm going to let Trump do what he want to do as much as I can and just try to ride it out, see, pray for some generals and all this kind of stuff to keep him in line. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to come out. I'm not going to come out with a full, just, uh, just a full, uh, you know, telling him he's wrong. Donald Trump is crazy. I can't follow him anymore. This is it. I'm drawing the line. I'm not following them anymore. They can't do that because they scared that then they'll lose their support in their little districts and, and all that kind of stuff. So that's why I still say man, right now, until that changes, hey, he can do what he wants. Folks going to have to go out and vote on the Congress elections and House elections next year. And, you know, hey, get off your ass and go out there and vote. To go out there if it's that bad, if, uh, you know, people going to have to march and the same way it was when Obama was running, just going to have to vote for whoever is, is on the ticket with the D beside their name, you know, you just going to have to do it. 
But them motherfuckers don't be getting shit done either, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got I to gotta <laughs> I keep know, it but I'm, No, but I'm telling you. But And, and you're right. After it's all said and done, whenever that day comes that Trump is gone, it'll probably get back to business as usual. But the one thing they can do is set up that impeachment. They can set that up. And it'll be a no-brainer. It'll be a layup. Uh... Get him out of there and move on. Let's move on. We're doing bowl, business. Bowl up on the impeachment shit. Roger Stone, he was one of, uh, he used to be advisor to Trump. He ain't in the White House no more. But he was like, right. yo, if Trump gets impeached, like you thought like Charlottesville was something, y'all ain't seen nothing yet. So you know, he basically said there's some folks out them clear folks with their weapons out there that if Trump get impeached, they somehow get him out of there, they, like they going to pop off. No. Well, and the Republicans scared of that shit because they know it'll happen. Uh, well, mm. that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully people out here will be locked and loaded. I mean, I don't, I'm going to have mine. I mean, I don't know. But I, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I would hate to see it come to that. I still say it's a smaller that group they can do that but i don't think that it would be very significant like i feel like law enforcement the community and law enforcement would shut that down if i mean is at that point then you'd be getting into like y'all might as well be isis at this point i mean we already (laughs) you know what i mean we already looking at you like white terrorists <laughs> At that point, we just had to label you a terrorist group and start rounding you up. I don't know. You but know, what I'm saying is, you don't, you don't think they already got their energy? Because they've been amping it up. Like, we was talking about a couple episodes ago. Them niggas went to Charlottesville. They went to a rally with riot gear on, bruh. Like, they, they've turned up. The, right, yeah. They've turned their nozzle all the way up. You feel me? They turned it up. They turned it up. I just feel like uh, don't estimate the turn upness of the other side is all I'm saying. Like mm. Right now, with that girl getting murdered, you know, the other side is going to be all colors, going to be white folks, black folks, Latino folks, Asian folks. All them people going to be on the other side, and it's a lot of them. And I just feel like if they went there, it would be a losing battle for them. I mean, they can go go that route, but I don't think it would get that far. I really don't. I feel like it's enough moderate Republicans to not let let it get that far to, okay, we impeach Trump, and then we see some, some, some rioting, we see some type of race baiting, race war kind of stuff happening. I believe that there would be a big enough coalition with some white folks involved that could shut that down. I don't mm. know what you think, what y'all think. I mean, I, I I know the powers that be won't let it get too crazy, but the element of surprise, because, like, these motherfuckers are already organized and in communication, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, hey, yeah, now, you know I mean? lock and load it, my people, please. get Go to the range. Learn right. how to use it, you know. Uh, teach the fam how to use it. It's, it just is what it is.
you know. Yeah, but we behind the eight ball when it come to that. You feel me? Like you know, when it come down to it, them folks they ain't even gotta have that speech. Like that just like a part of their upbringing. You know what I mean? The gun culture is gun culture is embedded in them. You feel me? It is embedded. It's embedded, man. I I just I don't think it would get that far. You might have some isolated incidents. I just feel like it's enough. Like you're never gonna be able to get rid of it. You know what I'm saying? Like you're never gonna be able to get rid. Same thing I feel about these terrorists. Like you're mm. never gonna be able. To, what you gotta do is find the, the middle middle ground folks, the, the common sense thinking folks of all races to show their face, and then we right. force those people back into their little holes. Mm. And I, I I see that as the end game is to come up with a coalition. And just force those people back. And that's why I was laughing when they came out with the Charlottesville. Because, I mean, you were right. They came out full force. This is the back in the day they would have had hoods on. They don't have hoods on now. Uh, you know, they like, forget the hood. We don't care. We, we, we got our president. We're going to come out and we're going to show you our faith. Now, mm. what happened is that. That, I don't know how smart that is. I don't know how smart that is. Because what's going to happen is the pictures all over Twitter, people getting outed, basically, oh, this guy so-and-so-and-so, he lives in so-and-so-and-so. You know, and we have enough of that type of thing. If you drive them back into the cave, you, you know, you, they come out, pop their head. Same thing with the terrorists. They'll come out, pop their head every now and then and blow something up. But... It's not going to be like, oh, we're going to war with these guys because it's locked and loaded as they are, trust me. I know some that's yeah, yeah, locked feel, and loaded. No, I feel you, but you can be locked and loaded, but like now these motherfuckers taking their car and just driving in the crowd, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, like You ain't going to really have time to really pull out on that type of situation, bro. You feel me? Yeah. That's those type of things. That's. That's like the terrorism aspect. It's no way to def it's no way to defeat that. It's, the guy mm. did it in Spain. They do it. As, they did it in Spain. You know, they did it. Uh, with what was remember the Ariana Grande concert? Yeah, London. Uh, London shot that thing up. Those types of things you got. When I say locked and loaded, I mean vigilant, not just from a gun perspective, but from a be aware of your surroundings. Being on point. Yeah, Yo, be on point. Hey, hey real quick. What up, Quatera? Go ahead and check in real quick. You feel me? Hey, everybody. What's up? Nothing. What up? Just, I just got home from Carolyn. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> look at that. You sound like you had a hell of a day. God damn it. I'm, I'm happy yeah, for you. Yeah. Who you got for the fight? That's all right. <laughs> Um, who, you, who you got for the fight? Oh, and I shouldn't be talking to you because I found out you were a Clemson fan. You know what I mean? The nerve of you. Oh, the no, nerve no. of you. I thought, I, thought, I thought we said that. I thought we clarified that. I didn't know you was a Clemson <laughs> fan. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I just found that out yesterday. Yes. I'm still oh. processing that. You know what I mean? But I'm, like, I'm, I'm not going to be Like, I'm that fan just because my best friend is a Carolina fan. I am that fan that will go to a Clemson Carolina game and sit on Carolina side with my Clemson colors because I'm that Oh, one. man. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Boo that woman. Boo that woman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, oh. 
So we was talking yeah. about Trump. Like, what y'all feel about how you know his shenanigans this week? Because you know every week is something. So, what do y'all feel about Trump? You know, what I mean, this week. Uh, well, you know, he just fired somebody else. Somebody else just left. So, nah, just another day at the office, I guess. <laughs> that nigga pardoned that sheriff. You feel me? That nigga pardoned that right. sheriff like it like it wasn't nothing. You feel me? Right. So even awesome. if he get impeached, he gonna pardon himself. Message. Well, I, mean, I don't know. He, can he do that? I, I don't know say, if he can like, do that. Shit. <laughs> yeah. no, we're not sure if that's uh, constitutional yet. Well, that's going to be interesting because it looked like that might happen. <laughs> I can see that but motherfucker you know doing crazy? it. crazy? Like, it's crazy that, like, we it's, it's evident that everybody would love for Trump to get impeached. Of course mm-hmm. we would. However, we got the next worst thing in line. Mike Pence. Like, I, that dude is crazy. Yeah. That's the one that he can't he can't meet with a woman alone without his yeah, wife right. being around. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. That's the guy. Come that's on, the guy who thinks that he he believes that um, prayer really changes things. Like, not saying that it doesn't, but he really believes that uh, you going to church and being prayed upon will pray the gay out of you. So, oh, right. bless his heart. <laughs> homosexual camps, the homosexual camp guy. Send him. Send you off to the mm-hmm. prayer camp. And you know what? You'll come back and you won't be a homosexual no more. Uh, wow. But th- but that's what's so crazy because, like, they really they really believe that shit in their hearts. How you how you try to reconcile with a person that, like, that's their thought process. Like, I just, <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, that's tough. That is tough. You know. Oh, man. Yeah, Pence. I don't know about, you know, I feel like Pence. Pence might get caught up. It, you might want to look more towards, uh, what's his, oh, yeah, Paul Ryan. He might get caught up, too, with that Russian shit, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a lot of people high in line that might get caught up because we already know Pence done denied that there was any any contact. Right. He's on record. Yeah, he's on record early on. Fully denying any contact at all, so he might get caught up. Now, Paul Ryan, he's pretty, but you know, he's know. out of the loop. What you saying? I don't think so. And the reason why I say I don't think so with Pence is because Pence probably—I'll say it, say it like this—we all knew that Trump was the worst candidate out there, but they just wanted somebody that was total opposite of Obama. Right. Why not go for the total opposite that's touching all bases of what white America wants? Let's Mm. go with him. So we went with him, and Pence was second in line because he decided, let me add Pence as my vice president. Pence saw this as as a golden opportunity for him because he probably knew about the whole Russia thing However, his hands were clean. So he knew that with an investigation to happen to Trump, next Trump gets impeached, he's next in line. So he probably stayed clear. I, I believe he stayed yeah. clear. Every party stayed clear. You're right. You're right. But we, that's still an assumption that we're making, that Pence's hands are clean. 
True. But I feel he seems like more of a reserved guy that wouldn't, you know, do something that dumb. So I'm going to give him credit for that. But, man, if, he, if Mueller goes and if they find out he was sitting in on one of the meetings, eh, I mean, but 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 that's already been confirmed that he has been. Like everybody, hands dirty in that administration, bruh. A lot of people. But but my thing is though, on the the Pence angle though, like why this nigga, if he really just trying to have that contingency in his pocket, can't really be like the voice of reason when this nigga Trump is going crazy. You feel me? Like this this nigga goddamn talking about he threatening to shut down the government. If they don't yep. give him money for the wall, I thought Mexico was paying for it. Now you threaten to right. shut down, <laughs> motherfuckers can't, can't go, can't go to work Damn and shit because you made a promise you knew you couldn't keep. Like, come on now. Here's the you thing. Know, Mexico, Early Mexico on, when that happened, Mexico said no. Mm-mm. Early mm-hmm. on, when that was happening, I had already started to hear it from Trump supporters. Like probably November. December, they knew Mexico wasn't going to pay for that wall. They was already <laughs> headed towards, well, we should do, we should all put in together for the security of this nation. And you know what? If Mexico, then, then doggone it, we should all come together and put out a little bit. I mean, they, it just, <laughs> nothing, it, nothing fails them. They will always follow this dude, man. Taxpayers pay for it, but then Mexico's oh. gonna reimburse. But Mexico ain't reimbursing. We <laughs> already told you they ain't paying. <laughs> so I mean, do y'all think that Trump? Do y'all think that Trump got mental issues? Or y'all just think he's a narcissist? You know what I mean? And he just want he everything to be his way. Huh? So you don't think he's crazy? He's. I think he. I think he's very smart, and mm-hmm. I feel like he's. He's just being who he is, and he knows that he's untouchable at this point. I mean, mm. he's a freaking reality star. Who made it to the president? Who made it to the White right. House? Like, yeah, I believe that, on. too. He's, he's a, stupid? He's, he's an yeah, I don't think he's this. I think he might even go so far as to play stupid. Yes. More so than, you know, because he know that them people that, he know them folks come out from the trailer park in masses. Yep. <laughs> The same way we did for Obama. He He know that. The same way we did for Obama, them folks in the trailer parks came out for Trump. And he knows it. And he's playing that. I think he's playing that dumb role. I don't don't think he's insane. I will say that. I I don't think he's a... Is he a narcissist? Do he like looking at himself in the mirror? He's intentional. He's intentional about everything that he does. Mm-hmm. Like, who says good luck to a freaking city? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> have a hurricane. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh man, 
know? Oh, and, my and, goodness. This, and when this happened to Bush, it was a wrap. When Katrina what? hit, you knew yeah. that was hmm. It was the end. Oh, I can't get down there. He'll get down there. It took him a week to get down there. And he, it was over for Bush after that. Trump, though, he had, hey, Trump. He had like 20 other celebrities come down there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Took him a week I'm to fly over to New Orleans. Ain't Flint saying got no, like, Big Sun got no water? I'm just trying to figure out what's going on over there. Oh, I ain't heard nothing I about heard Flint in were, a minute. I, yeah, uh, I heard. I did hear that they were they were trying to do something, but I haven't heard that they got anything. Last yeah, I heard here, about it, Flint was that they was trying to charge them motherfuckers for the water, like on some back on some back payment shit. Yeah, all that. You know, that was the last thing I heard about Flint. You had to replace the infrastructure. You had to fix the pipes mm-hmm. and everything, and it was a question of who was going to pay for it. Uh, that should be uh, a no-brainer, though. <laughs> no brainer. Wow. No brainer. I mean, it should be a no-brainer. Oh man. That's sad, bro. The kids was drinking that water. Yes. The water, mm-hmm. water give you brain damage. Like 40% of the residents are like poverty line. It's crazy. It's just right. And what's it's so bad. crazy, it's not, just, it's not just black people either. Like, it's exactly. a majority, it's black. but it's not just black. It's some blacks, it's Hispanics, it's white. Some of them folks that's in Flint, Michigan... It's poor white folks, and I guarantee you they went in full force to vote for Trump. Of course. It's, it's a shame. It's they're voting against their own interests. Mm. Yep. Like, Talk to them. Like, you know, you, you're voting against your, your soul, you're so not liking black folks that you're willing to just stay poor and mm-hmm. not like black folks. It's just ridiculous. Ooh. Like, all them poor white folks going out there voting to get get their benefits cut, voting to get they uh, afford half of them. They said, "No, I don't have a Obamacare. I have the Affordable Care Act." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Then when they found out what they had, and it was like, "Oh, hold up." Maybe we don't want to get rid of this this Obamacare. Yeah, it's a shame, bro. Uh, it's a it's a lot of it goes back to education. Folks ain't reading out here, mm-hmm. but yeah, they said, uh-uh, I don't have Obamacare. What you talking about? I don't, I don't know what that Obamacare. I got the Affordable Health Care Act. Huh? <laughs> Not knowing that same thing. Oh man. Ain't that a shame, though? But, you know, it's sad because they probably felt that. They felt that when they first came out with that that plan, that that plan to repeal Obamacare, and they wanted to cut out Medicare and all that stuff. So that hurt their heart. (laughs) Yep. Oh, that's all you have. Every town hall, 100 deep, you feel me? Oh, my my goddamn prescription drug about to go over 150. No, no, where the town hall at? They did 15 <laughs> minutes early. You feel me? They did 15 minutes early. They got all their prescriptions in a little bit of plastic bag, too. They going to see. Nah, fuck that. Oh, yeah. Cut my check. Now, motherfucker, them ladies will cut you over their goddamn check now. That's it. That's what it is. Let that bitch go down $25. Shit. Yep. 
man, but every little dollar count because them folks be on a fixed income. Yeah. And you can raise it by five dollars and it'll 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 blow their budget up. Mm-hmm. You know. And you talk about cutting out some Medicare. Yeah, come on now. We gotta have we gotta have priorities as a country. But like I said, man, like it, that shit don't represent us, it represents Fortune five hundred companies. That's what that's really right. what Congress is really there for, man. Let's keep it a hundred. But they there for let's keep it a hundred. Hey, I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. That's what they there for. They, you know, that's their whole, that's the backbone of their whole argument is that whatever's mm-hmm. good for them is good for everybody else. Yeah. Here's how you know, here's how you know it's business as usual. The stock market at an all-time high, and this nigga Trump been doing some fuckery every, every day since he's been there. You know what I mean? And the stock, stock market is booming. Business is booming. Yeah, and, you know... That's all off the strength of the, the stuff Obama and them did, you know, yeah. while Trump taking credit. Oh, look at the stock, yep. man. You ain't did nothing. All of that is from October 1st. Yeah. yeah. All of that comes from the stuff Obama and them did. It's just that we still riding that high. Hopefully, exactly. we won't. Hopefully, that doesn't, we don't have a problem with that because that's good. But, yeah, that's Obama's doing. Uh... The, the stock market on a still on a high, you know. Everything Trump is, I, I, like you say, it's all about erasing whatever Obama did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not even. I, it's so petty and so spiteful. It's who cares what helps the country? We just got to make absolutely sure that we erase this dude's legacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a question. How y'all? I, I don't know if y'all talked about this. How y'all feel about um, them not having enough money for Secret Service? Oh man! I mean, <laughs> that's what's so crazy. You're supposed to be such a great businessman. And here's the thing, too. A lot of that shit was benefiting golf clubs that, that he owns. Marlboro, he owns that shit. So he and then he charging them. He ain't even giving them like a cut. He charging them regular prices. You know what I mean? These yeah, niggas, are, they have to protect you. You charging them seven hundred and thirty-five dollars per cart. You kidding me? Come on, man! You yeah. making bread off of all of it? Man, that's making just crazy. Making bread off of all of it, bro. Making he only bread travels off to his his places. He yeah. only stays in his his place. He's making. He's being rich off of our money. Yep. But you notice he hasn't gone down to Charlottesville yet because that is where he has one of the world's biggest wineries. Oh, for real? He said that um, at one of his press conferences when they were talking about Charlottesville and they asked him, was he going to go down there? He was like, well, you know, I have a winery down there. It's It's like one of the biggest wineries. I said, oh, oh, man. Meanwhile, somebody just died that day. Come on, man. Right, right. We got like a five-year-old as a president. That's just scary. Shit's spooky. It was an exaggeration, too. Because the people that, when they contacted the winery, it was like, nah, we, that's not the So I don't know. And <laughs> contacted the winery, and the winery was like, nah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Say it ain't so. No, he's a venture right. capitalist. He, he might have shot them some loot to help them 
uh, you know, he might that might have been something in his portfolio to invest in some wineries, and then people mm-hmm. might have got some of that loot. Man, that's too to say, that's too deep an explanation. All I'm saying is, nah, bruh. Trump is just a, a <laughs> habitual liar. It ain't, it ain't nothing worse than a habitual liar because they lie about shit you ain't got to lie about. You feel me? And like, like, like the shit he did in his little, his little, his, uh, you know, when he said the Mexican president said so and so, come out, they didn't even say none of that shit. That man you know said, like, I oh, yeah, 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 the phone call. Yeah, you mentioned them phone calls, bruh. Like, how do you deal with a habitual liar? That means you can't trust nothing they say. Nope. And, you know, I don't trust anything he says. I can guarantee you that. I mean, I imagine playing anything. poker with that dude. Like, how you know when he's bluffing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he's you going all in on the first hand. You feel me? Like, he might, because he just might have some. You know what I mean? Jesus. It can't all be luck. How did he get so far in life? It can't all be luck. Huh? Right. Yeah. Right. Or could, I mean, or could it? <laughs> Is white privilege really that good? He's a bully. He's a well-known bully. And, you know, mm-hmm. they said they had the thing about Hillary Clinton's book. And they were showing the clips. And I remember when they, I was watching the debate, the debate, and I'd be like, why is he standing right there? Yes. <laughs> yeah. What is he doing? Wandering around behind him, standing right there over her shoulder. And I was like, yo, this dude is just... Yeah, he's a real creep. Like, he is a creep, yo, for real. He's hilarious. Wait, he, look at his daughter. <laughs> he look at his own daughter, yep. like, He's a crazy. I will never get over what he said about the what, what he said about Tiffany. I would never Tiffany. get over what he said about Tiffany. Yes, the baby. Um, uh, and I was thinking that's the what? one he had with Marla, and he was like, "Yeah," because um, he did an interview with him and his wife Marla at the time. Yep. And mm. um, they were like, "So how's the baby?" And he was like, "Oh, she's just so beautiful. She's amazing." She looks just like Marla. We don't. She has Marla's legs, but we don't know if she has her chest yet. What? Oh, oh, wow! About a baby on a baby. Oh, he was on Howard Stern, and they was talking about uh, Ivanka. Ivanka. Yes. And he said, if she wasn't my daughter, I'd be banging her. Oh man! (laughs) Father of the year, right there. She looks so uncomfortable, like. He said, if she was my daughter, I'd be banging her. And, you know, these are all these things, man, them folks that voted him in, they said, we don't care about any of that. We just voting along our party line. And they didn't say they're well candidates. You ain't lying. They said, we just, I don't know. It's weird. It's really weird. How how that happened? But, but how you be so time. dumb? You vote against your son, your own self interest year after year after year after year, oh, yeah. and don't even know yeah. it. Wait, don't even know it. Hmm? Don't even know it. Half of Some them follow their parents. Because I have yeah. a lot of white friends, and I had this conversation with them. They're just like they're 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 naive and oblivious to like. What they're doing, it's just well, my my parents are Republican, and 
This is what we have to yeah. do. I just normally do it with my parents. And they have, like, they have no idea. Like, yeah. and it's sad, but they don't have to deal with what we have to deal with as far as yeah. race is concerned. So they, yeah, they're true. listening to it. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Following up their parents. Yeah, they don't have our struggles. It's a whole nother world. Like, even in Charlotte, like, people in South Park, they don't cross the bridge. They don't go to university. They don't know what they, what they know with South Park. They yeah, pretty that much. Was... Pretty much. But no, you know what's crazy? Y'all, y'all seen, um, I watched uh, Tales today for the first time. Um, the little show on BET by um, Irv Gotti. It's real good shit if you ain't oh, seen yeah. it. Oh, God. And the first episode... They did fuck the I police, but they did like a. I love. Why? Why'd you hate it? Wait, 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 wait. I wait. felt. I, I felt like the point didn't get across. Why didn't you feel like, the point got across? Because I felt like I felt it was trying too hard. I felt like it was a mockery, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Because right. I felt like I felt like okay, you did ask the police, and I, I mean I love the end. I'm not gonna lie about that, but the fact that it was. It was reversed where black people were these rich people and white people were living in the slums dressed as thugs. You know, you know, old girl got the bamboo earrings in the box braids. Like, you know, yeah. Wait, what? Like, yeah. It was more or less like, what's going on now? Like, you know how we have every day or every other day it's a cop shooting an unarmed black kid. Well, it was reversed. It was a it was black cop that killed an unarmed white kid. However, he uh, lived in the hood. They actually had a system where you had to have a pass to get away. Yeah, it was like zones and shit. Yeah, um, they they oh, did wow. stop and frisk. Yeah, it, it went that far. But I just felt like if if he had kept them as white kids that lived in the suburbs, I felt like his point would have got across more. Because to have a white boy with a grill in his mouth, holding a gat with some baggy pants and a baggy white tee, walking around like, yeah, like, you know, we in the hood with his girl on his arm that got some cornrows, some bamboo earrings, Talking like she's black, like I don't get it. Like I mean, I'll say this: the thing, the the thing I think they were trying to do with that is like let us see the stereotypes they have about us, and let them see how easily they display those same things, and probably do to a certain degree, don't even realize it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of folks that live just like Brody and them, like on some real shit, and they and for them, they feel like they down righteous, all that other good shit. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. like this the idea for like clear people to see like, damn, if push came to come to shove, that shit could have been reversed. How you know what I mean? Yeah. How how would we handle being in that in that environment every day? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Like, cause like Orin was saying, they have no they have no understanding of what a real trial and tribulation is. Some shit that to no, us would be very, like like minor, like that should be major to them. You know what I mean? Oh, I have a question. Um, there was something on Facebook posted. I don't know if you guys saw this, but this girl, it was like a Twitter story, and she was saying how she lived, I'm not sure, it was like one of those Midwest cities, and um, she was she was going to college, and she was working in this camp. She was like one of the only black people there, and um, 
this white boy came over to her and was like, oh, what you doing? She was like, oh, I'm just looking at my course catalog, trying to figure out which classes I'm going to pick. And he was like, oh, he was like, oh, I'm glad you're doing that, you know. You know, I don't have a chance to do that. And she was like, why? He was like, well, I didn't even apply because I knew I wasn't going to get in. And she was like, why didn't you apply? So he had in his mind, according to him and his friends, his parents and his grandparents, they have all they all have this thought process that black people go to college for free. They also what? have this idea. Yes, they have this idea that black oh, people oh, go to yeah, college for free. That. Yeah, and they think that um, black people um, get jobs over other people simply because they're black. It has nothing oh, to wow. do with their qualifications. Uh, yeah, yeah, they yeah, just have this thought process. Mm-hmm. That's part of the um, the white. They we we're racist now. We're oppressing them. We are oppressing. uh, They are the oppressed people now. And that's that's a a ongoing narrative in this country that's being spread Mm -hmm. throughout these little communities. These little uh, the lower class white folks, you know. They think that they're in their situation because not only did all the jobs go overseas with the Mexicans and the black folks <laughs> from the back. These Mexicans and these niggers. They had a story. Uh, here's one. I don't know if y'all heard about this one. It's a story. There's a, this girl, Mindy Kaling, is an Indian girl that's got this show on NBC. Oh, that's Shorty from The Office. Shorty from The Office, yep. Her brother wrote a book about how he got into medical. He applied for medical school. He didn't get in. Then he reapplied and faked being black and got in. Oh, shit. Yeah. So his book is all about how he only got in because he was saying he was black. And, you know, I haven't read the book. But this has been a big deal about this book. Yeah. So he pulled a Rachel Dolez off. Pulled the doors off. He went. I think they said he went to UCLA Med School. He didn't finish. Uh. Obviously. <laughs> did he get to go? Did they? Did they pay? Did they pay for him to go? I'm not even sure they paid for him to go per se. It was more of like an entrance thing. And who could? It was a, just a affirmative act. And he said, "Affirmative action. See how? See, it's reverse racism. They discriminated against me. I didn't get in when I put that I was Indian on the thing. I got mm-hmm. in when I put I was African American on the uh, application. And so, yeah, I'm I'm with the that the previous caller mentioned about that that thought process. It's it's out there." They definitely feel like we taking their jobs and their college slots. You know, it's ridiculous. But where they get? But where they getting that from, though? That's what I can't understand. They're getting that from Fox News. They're getting it from Trump, and they're getting it from their parents. Yeah, but them niggas go to Walmart and see what's really like going on in the world. That's why I don't get it. You feel me? Yeah. I don't give a fuck if Fox News, you in the echo chamber, they're telling you all this bullshit 24-7. That's cool. But when you go out in the real world where you live, you should be able to see what it's really like. And like, you know what? No, I still have privilege. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I, 
it just make it, I'm befuddled. You know what I'm saying? I just don't understand how you could have that position in life inherent on nothing that you ever have to earn or achieve. You know what I mean? You just get that earned in. You got that built-in cheat code. You feel me? And you still you complaining. We're talking about the communities where it ain't a lot of black folks. So mm. when they get out, they're not seeing the real world. They're just seeing, right. you know, this, this community that they have all the, all the manufacturing plants that got shut down. They don't understand that it's because of technology. And it's because we're innovating and we're finding ways to do things for cheaper. And it's just mm-hmm. how it works. Capitalism, y'all the ones that put the system in place. Hey, mm. you know, they think it's because the Mexicans took their job. And because all these African Americans then came around here and, you know, they just took all our jobs and destroyed our community. But it's no it's none of us around, you know. So when they get out, they're not seeing the real world. They go they they probably don't have a Walmart, you know. Mm. They, 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 the, the communities where you got a Walmart for the most part, be your suburbs. Your you might go there and see uh, multicultural backgrounds in Walmart. These folks go to the local corner store and they sitting up there complaining about how people not letting Trump get his agenda passed. Mm. <laughs> you know that's true. <laughs> it's, it, it is befuddling though. Don't get me wrong, because I'm I'm befuddled as well. I am. You know, it's really strange. Uh, yeah, but as we get older, it's like that shit don't change. Like, that's the thing about Charlottesville that, for me personally, took me the most aback is not only do they not have masks on, but these motherfuckers are young. They ain't like some old folks who yeah. grew up with Jim Crow and all that shit. Like, I get your shit if you still feel that way in 2017. But if you was born after, like, 1996 and you feel that way that strongly, I don't get it. Why? Yeah. How? You know what I'm saying? But that's, that's not possible. Play on. But that's what they Jeez. play on because they need they need they need to reach out to younger members now due to the fact that the older ones are on their way out. They gotta yeah. they gotta have somebody to keep you going. So they on social media and stuff. They you know basically just how you know presidency and government is ran in this country by propaganda and stuff. They mm-hmm. use that as a sense to be like, okay, guys. This is why we don't like these people, and you shouldn't either. They're taking away your jobs. They're taking away everything that you ever knew as a child or everything that your parents had. They're taking that away from you. So this is why you need to not like these people or hate these people. And it's like, what? Yeah, they've been taught that from an early age. That's true. Yeah. From the the time they little babies, they're being raised up like that. Even these young white boys you see now who could be your banker. You know, he could be the guy that delivers your mail. He could be the guy that, uh, you know, you go on your next job interview and you got to sit there and talk to him. You know, yeah. it's, it's that's the part that bothers me. I, I don't like that. I like, hold up. But I had a personal situation that happened recently that like, this made me, like, look at clear people different. You know what I mean? My neighbors <laughs> across the way, uh, we was, I was playing chess. <laughs> uh, we were playing chess, and they got like a little, like they got kids or whatever, and they little son, like was came over and like loud as fuck right in my ear was like, "You're a black person. How do you know how to play chess?" And like, huh? I felt away. You know what I mean? Like, 
that means you're being taught this somehow to boldly ask right. me that shit. You feel me? And I was like, yo, like, it's 2017. Like, this yeah. thing is amazing. Mm-hmm. Niggas know how to play chess. Wow. You, what's what's that what piece? Oh, I, you know, I you know, I had been drinking at the time, so I want cussing a little kid out. You feel me? I've had a, I've had a situation happen where you know, fuck these kids was the philosophy. It ain't in well, so you know what I mean. I just I just I just kept playing chess. You know what I mean? But in my mind, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. You know what I mean? This is crazy. That is crazy. That's a shame right there. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's the same right there. So what do the parents say? Eight, nine years old, that's already your perspective. You Like, that motherfucker's done for life. You know what I mean? <laughs> Quiet as kept. But what exactly did the parents say, like, to him saying that? Like, mm-hmm. like did they... Oh, yeah, they, like they said they... he... He they, they said, uh, he'd, oh, oh, don't mind him. He doesn't get out much. Yeah. That that means that shit's being resonated from where y'all like where where he's at, where he's resting his head. You feel me? That makes it exactly. worse. You quarantine yeah. the hate. You know what I mean? Like, come on now. Huh? I'd rather you just keep it a hundred. I respect you more. You know what I'm saying? But if, you, right. if your son is is amazed over a nigga playing a board game, like, oh my god! Imagine if he meets a black astronaut. You kidding me? Oh, niggas going to fly to space? Yeah, but history goes by. Oh, Jesus. See that white bulb? See that A black person made that. Oh, see that? Yeah. I would have went in. <laughs> uh, Billy going to learn. Little Billy's going to learn. I had, one of my white yes. <laughs> I had one of my white friends that I went to high school with. He actually lives in Charlottesville. And, you know, so I hit him up on on Facebook, like, yo, just, just checking in, make sure, you know, make sure everything all right up there. He worked at the University of Virginia. So he hit me back. And he was like, oh, man, uh, I was actually out of town at the time, but I appreciate you checking in on me and the fam. And so he goes on this long thing, like, man, I'm just, I, I just feel guilty. Like, I, I apologize, man. I just... I just really feel guilty. Like I know that my we, my great great great, you know, he went down the line. Somebody owned some slaves, and you know, I just feel guilty. And he just went on and on and on. And I was like, hey man, you know, we can't change the past, but I can appreciate that you can have some common sense and admit that you got the upper hand. There's no oh, we being so oppressed. And, you know, we look at how bad we got it because all these Jewish folks is taking all of our businesses and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I told him, and I appreciate it. It's some white people out there that understand. We need Mm -hmm. them to be more comfortable coming out and, 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 you know, being honest. But I know it's some, I, I know for a fact there's some out there Cause I talked to him, man, and I talked to the other side too. But man, it's really—I you know, was in the school system, and I'm seeing early age, early age. It's already like white versus black. Mm-hmm. When I was up, when I, you know, I did a year to high school. Life would high. 
and they had the thing right after, um, I'm trying to think, was it Freddie Gray? Mm. One of the last, one of the last incidents, and they had a black, um, Black Lives Matter rally kind of thing, and the kids was dressed in black, and you know, I told them yeah. to kind of be cool about it. Don't, don't, you know, I get it, but you know, it's a time and place. Just be aware of 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 what can happen. But you know, they went out. They it was a handful of them. They had their black on. Blah blah blah. That was a Thursday. Mm-hmm. How about that Friday came? Guess what the white kids did? Came to school with the camouflage. One of them had a rebel flag. Uh. the hallway. Yep, walking through the hallway with the rebel flag. I pulled a principal aside, a little white lady, like, yo, you know, we don't want this to. I mean, help me out here. Help me out here now. Help me out here. this was Blythewood? Blythewood High. This was last year. I'm a one and done. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to try something else. Because it's not for me. <laughs> I will talk to the devil. I know they need black men in there and all that. Hey, they can have it, you know. Some <laughs> white boys came to school with some rebel flags walking through the hall. Fully the same way them dudes was at the rally. Take away the, the automatic assault rifle. And you had to fully fatigued. Some of them had their face painted in camouflage. Mm. Walking all the way with, I stopped the principal like, oh, help us out here. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got to let them, we have to let them express themselves. You know, we can't, we got to be careful about, and I was just like, man, these Damn. kids already, they already ready to go to war. It's you know, a it's sad, though. Yeah, it's sad. I had an incident like that when I was in, like, middle school. Um, I went to a white middle a predominantly white middle school in my freshman year of high school. I went to a predominantly white high school. But in middle school, there was this, um, this guy that lived down the street from me. And um, I always noticed, like, his brother would wear, like, a a rebel belt, Confederate flag mm-hmm. belt. You know, I never said anything. Mm-hmm. And then, like, me and his little sister would play every now and then outside. And one day, because I always noticed his niece by his older sister, like, I always noticed her, her hair. Like, she was very light. However, I could tell she was mixed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just always wondered, you know. And, like, his dad never really spoke to me much, you know, and I kind of figured it was because I was black. I mean, I catch on to things like that, but, you know. <laughs> and um, one day, his little sister, we were playing, and he was like, she said something about, yeah, um, my sister, she was talking about the sister's boyfriend and how her dad doesn't like the sister's boyfriend. And she was like, yeah, um, my dad doesn't like my sister's boyfriend, but it has nothing to do with him being black. And I was like, that's oh, kind of wow. random for you to say that. Ever since then, mm-hmm. I like I wasn't I wasn't like off like because I'm because she said it. Like I was just like, oh wow, she really said it. 
Like, you, right. know, you really say something like that out loud, and I'm just like, okay. But I'm not going to let that change anything due to the fact that I'm not going to let it be known to your brothers that I actually go to school with, who I have to see on a daily basis, know that I'm not going to talk to them because of that. Like, it, it's yeah. random. It was like, it kind of offset me because she actually came out and said that. And it's kind of like, what other things do your daddy say? <laughs> you know, and it's just, and, and the area I lived in was it's called Hanahan, South Carolina. Oh, you was and, in Clanahan, goddamn. Yeah, yeah. People know it as that. Like, literally, my street, I kid you not, the street I lived on, on the corner across the street from the actual Baptist church, white Baptist church, there's a house. The house is still there today. Not sure if it still has the com- big Confederate flag hanging in the window, but it had a huge Confederate flag hanging in the window. I was just like, okay. And my bus stop was in front of his house. I said, yeah, I'm going to stay across the street. I'm going to let God cover me in his glory. <laughs> this is crazy. I was like, no way. I just wish we got one day a year. You know what I mean? We're going to get reparations, right? So I feel in lieu of that, we should get a deal where black folks get, you don't have to pay taxes no more. You know what I mean? Federal taxes. Mm. And we get one day a year where we get to get white privilege. You know what I'm saying? Like, we get to uh-huh. use that day. Like, we, like you get, like, a little Why card. Why not a week? <laughs> we ain't going to be able because I know it's going to be tough, tough negotiate, tough negotiate that. You feel me? Yeah, like, you're right. Be, you're right. <laughs> I won't be too greedy. You feel me? 24 hours is that. That's it. Yeah, like, let me get a white slave for a day. You know what I mean? And I'm good. Like, I won't bring up slavery no more. You can have all the monuments you want. Just let me get a white slave oh, for man. one day. You know what I mean? Just a white slave for one day. Oh, <laughs> Just for God. one day. Real talk. Let me get the red box. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I have right out back. Like, get that patio. 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 Get that because oh, think about how clear people sexy. would feel when they like when they know that day's coming. I hope it's almost June sixteenth, huh? You know what I mean? They know they gotta be a slave for a day, yo. Like 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 <laughs> I'll take that. I will not bring up slavery no more. Let me get a white slave for one day. You feel me? I'll nigger. Bob, go fetch me my forty. Like what? <laughs> George Washington and Thomas Jefferson should be in the same boat as Robert E. Lee, and these they all own slaves. Yeah. I mean, I think if we really want to, you know, be all about that that line of logic. George Washington on the slave, we might have to go if we're gonna tear these monuments down, and we gotta tear the George Washington monument down. Or take it, take it a step further, and you got to tear the White House down because it was built by slaves. Yeah. I mean, how far are we gonna take it? Uh, oh, no, 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 you can't, no, you can't say that now because it was built by us. You know, it wasn't necessarily for oh, us, but it you was built by Yeah, us. we built that. Yeah. I don't think them contractors got paid though. You feel me? Them contractors didn't get paid for that work. You feel me? No, they, they, yeah, they, they, I need, they, I need, I need that white slave day for real now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we built, we built the symbol of the federal government. You kidding me? You ain't lying. Uh, That's even more reason for 
Black Privilege Day. Mm. How would I get a white slave? How the kids got to get something out of it? How would we do it for the kids? They get a white slave too, and that way during that day on white on white slave day. They got all sit down, you know what I mean, on the mat, and they're going to tell yeah. the real story of slavery. All right, Timmy, yeah. the reason why you have to do whatever Tyrone says is because, and they just <laughs> let them know the real, you feel me? You know what I mean? Yeah. That way it can be a learning process, too. So when they come home and they talk with their parents, they can understand, yeah, this day sucks, but every day, once a year, for the rest of your life, you got to go through it. Like, they'll appreciate slavery then. That's a little bit more than they do now. It's a little bit. You ain't lying. The more yeah, you talk about it, the, the oh, more I think we need a week. I mean, right. we can't get a week, though, you know what I mean? <laughs> if Obese was there, we could have got a week, you feel me? Yeah. I mean, but you know what, though, Trump, here's how crazy it is. Trump would make that deal right now if we could guarantee they would pay pay for the wall. The wall. If he gave us reparations yeah. for the wall, I think he would take that deal. That's yep. a smart business decision for him. Yeah. Oh, Trump. Trump, and Trump sent money to the Clinton campaign. Trump is a well known to be a supporter of Democrats. I mean, he like mm-hmm. all even the racist part. I could see him not even really being racist. He's just going there because he feels that that's what will keep him in power and make everything he does to be is about getting rich, bro. I can see that. He's all about having the support and the people who support him. That matters so much to him. And the people who see him in the light that he wants them to see him. Yeah, what is that lady's name? Um, I don't know. Y'all seen her? All I've seen her videos on Facebook. Her name is like Jane something. She's an older white lady, and she does all these different experiments with like white people to show, like to basically break down what it's like to be a black oh, person yeah, in America. Oh, I gotta look she, that up. Yeah, she actually used to be a teacher. Old kind of. The videos are like yeah. Yeah. yeah, she has another. She has another one. She used to be a teacher like a long time ago. It looked like yeah. it had to be like the '60s, maybe the '70s. Yeah. And what she did, she broke it down to her class. Like she, she was like, "Today we're going to learn about what exactly it is to be black." And she said, "We're going. This is how we're going to do it." So she told all the kids that had blue eyes that they were the bad people, and they, um. They Her name is just Elliot. There you go. Jess. I think I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, I just was like explaining it to them like all the kids with brown eyes, you get to pick on the, the kids with the blue eyes because you're better than them. And mm. like she allowed them to do that for a whole day, and then the following day, I believe she like basically told them why it was wrong for them to do that, and they asked them, "Well, how did it make you feel? How do you feel doing that?" Was it wrong? And I was like, it maybe if we had more people like her as far as like white yeah. teachers teaching their white students that, maybe they'll figure out or they'll understand how horrible it is to really just be black in America. But you did an experiment on Oprah before. So the Oprah right. Like, mm-hmm. You have to watch yeah. it. Mm. 
I think I saw that. I saw one of her clips, and she had one girl that acted out, and she put her. She had yes. to put her out of class or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. She, she I can't remember out. what she, she did that day. Out. And she came back, and she was like, "No, you don't get to just come back in here." Oh and yeah, I remember that part. Like, <laughs> she was like, "Then what do you want me to do?" She was like, "Apologize to every black person in here for what you did." <laughs> I apologize. And she said, "No, no, 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 no. You're gonna apologize the correct way." I said, yes. Oh man. Oh, oh yeah, God. she dug into her now. Yes. yes. She said, is, is, did anyone threaten to kill her in here? So why is she crying? Yes. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> 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 but we have to take like so you. much and, they, and and for them to deal with that little bit and be so upset. Exactly. Yo, real quick, I think we just had somebody else call in. I'm um, checking in. Just uh, say your name, where you calling from? S1W, Somerville, South Carolina. Yo, what's up, S1W? Is that Vic, too? Yeah, I'm back here, man. Just enjoying the conversation, man. Man, right, what's up, right, brother? Right. Everything good with you, man? Oh, yeah, man. We're trying to, trying to figure out how we can uh, finesse this, uh, this, uh, the stream so we can watch this game tonight, this fight tonight. Uh-huh. I feel you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I might yeah. be able to arrange something for you. But, yo, oh. matter of fact, let me pivot real quick. What y'all think about the Kyrie trade? Mm. Mm. They might not go through. That's what I was saying, too. I was looking on. They saying something about um, Isaiah Thomas's hip and that the, tri- the trade is not final until Wednesday. Mm. And, um... um yeah, like it all depends on the, you know the physical, the information they get from the physicals and all that, as to whether or not the trade is final. I don't know, man. It sounds like that hip sounds like a bad situation. Sounds fishy, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds fishy right now. Uh, so it might not go through. It go through. If it was to go through, what y'all think? Boston's a fool. Something, but it gives the East something too. Because now, Boston I mean, got, Cleveland got the better end, or Boston got the better end? Cleveland oh, got I the think better Boston end. You kidding Cleveland. me? You think so? Yeah, Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cleveland I, got Cleveland? IT, Crowder, Zizek, and a first round pick. Come on now. Nah, nah. Kyrie well, ain't worth all that. Pass. No, 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 no. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Kyrie, I hope never run a player. Respectfully, Yo, he ain't that strong. Kyrie was injured though. Kyrie like hot, like a hot like butter though. In traffic, though. So if Kyrie wasn't there, you think they would have went as far as they went last, like for the championship? I know I'm not There's saying no that at all, but what I'm saying is he's not worth four players and a number in the first round pick. That's all I'm saying. I ain't saying he ain't nice. I might trade like a starter in the first rounder, but I'm not giving you four bodies and a first round pick. He ain't worth that. Yeah, all Boston yeah, got was I'm Kyrie. They didn't get anything else. No cash. Yeah, that's all. Like all that. Boston got was Kyrie. That's true. So, Cle- so Isaiah is not the only person they got. Like so. the Cavs got. Nah, they got Jay Crowder as well. So they got a solid big man. They got Zizek. Yeah. So I mean, he's a bench player. They got some other cat, and then they and then they got a 2018 first round pick. Some other cat. Oh, well, see, I didn't know all that. I just about Isaiah Thomas. Me too. I know. I know. Oh yeah, but yeah, but well, then it sounds like they got the better deal. Whoever signed off on that must have read the art of the deal, because I mean that's terrible. I'm not gonna lie to you. All you get is Kyrie. 
Oh, well, no. I didn't know about the other players. But they cleared okay. a whole bunch of cap space, though, in doing it, though. So, yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of a win. I give Crowder some credit, but the rest of them players are scrubs. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it is. It some other guy. We don't even know who the other guy is. It's just some other guy. So I figure you got a Vince Thomas whose hip is shaky. You got Jay Crowder, who's a defender at best. You know, I don't know. I don't know. That was that was that that was all 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 court issues though too. You can't have two two male bulls in the pen with all the with all the mayors, man. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I probably missed that. That was real. paper, on paper, on paper, but you don't know if if that was getting toxic. If that was getting toxic in the in the room, you know what I'm saying? If you had LeBron beating down on Kyrie and Kyrie like, man, I could go be. The, the the man that's somewhere else, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like the situation yeah. that was in Oklahoma. Yeah. That's what W. What was you about to say? Yeah, I'm I'm saying that Boston Boston got the better of that deal, and when the season yeah. starts and it goes on, you're going to see, see where Isaiah yeah. Thomas becomes exposed because Isaiah yeah. on Boston was like Allen Iverson on the Sixers where. Nobody could shoot or didn't want to shoot, so the ball ended up back to Allen Iverson. That's why his scoring average so high. And on Cleveland, mm-hmm. Isaiah, there are several other options other than Isaiah, and he's going to be exposed to where his defensive liability plus his scoring average is going to drop way down. He's not going. I, I can tell you, he's not going to average over twenty points a game. He ain't got to. Mm-hmm. He really don't have to. He, yeah, really he has to. He, he has to. Yeah, four, four, four other players. Who? Where yeah, the Cleveland's management is moving in a direction where they need, a, they need a distributor point guard, not a scorer. Cleveland and I think, I think IT can play that role. Cleveland get Derrick Rose as well. Yeah. That yeah. Signing for a one year deal. Yeah, they're trying to make yeah, a super team over there, man. Yeah, they still got J.R. Smith. They still got Shumpert. You know what I mean? They still got Tristan Thompson. Who is the point guard on Cleveland? Isaiah Thomas is going to be it now. Isaiah Thomas ain't trash now. This is always be the point guard on Cleveland, period. That's the problem. That's the problem. He always always will be on any team that he's on. He's going to handle the ball. Three times nah, but you can't say that because Kyrie, had, Kyrie handled yeah. the ball plenty during the playoffs now. And why, why is that? Because Kyrie is a finisher. He makes it happen. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and That's LeBron, right. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron heard Kyrie. Without Kyrie Irving, LeBron James is not a champion in Cleveland, period. Oh, shit. I I ain't gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. Tell me differently. I think I think <clears throat> LeBron James' problem is he don't know how to take over the game. Like like you know you looking at Michael, he looking at Kobe and them, and he ain't got that. Mm-hmm. He ain't got that. He don't have that thing. Whatever that's what, however you want to call it. I agree you know with that. You just at the end of the point. game, he don't know what to do. He don't know what to do. He's a point guard. Yeah, he's a at heart. He's a point guard. He is. He likes to pass the ball. 
he's not the guy that uh, he don't have that. He's not a killer scorer mentality guy. He's he always got the been, body. He got the body and the and the, and the skills to do it. He just don't yeah. have the 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 drive. Yeah. Right. He's got to change something. Can we go back? Can we go back a few years? Kyrie Irving is basically a combination of, and I'm going back a few years. If you don't remember, say I don't remember. Okay, Kyrie <laughs> Irving is Kenny Anderson from Georgia Tech to the New York Nets, mixed with Earl the Pro Washington out of Syracuse. Okay, everybody with me means no. he can <laughs> finish. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I, heard I don't the names, know who they're playing uh, in college, but I know who you're talking Kenny about. Kenny Anderson is, however. I mean, I know who Kenny Anderson is, but that's because of basketball. Which means he could get to the rim against anybody regardless of height, size, or whatever, anytime. But the boy is nice, though. I'm talking about he is A1 kid night. He will finish the ball left, right side. He can shoot the ball. He can, you know what I'm saying? He can break down the defense. His handles is nice. He can pass the ball. He just, yeah. he just small, and he ain't got zero defense, zero. Right, right. You talking about uh, Isaiah Thomas being showed up on the defensive end? You ain't never seen this man play no defense. If he ain't playing the passing lane, <laughs> he's not playing no defense. Yeah, we don't play no defense. You talking about Isaiah Thomas? No, I'm talking about, I'm talking Kyrie. about, I'm talking yeah, about Kyrie Irving. No, no, Kyrie, Kyrie ain't playing no defense. No. He don't play no defense. Right, he don't play no defense. Allen Iverson ain't played no defense. <laughs> right. Them boys played the passing lane. When you under you understand like that, <laughs> you playing the passing lane. That's all you're doing. <laughs> and I, I'll say it again. Without Kyrie Irving, LeBron James is not a champion in Cleveland. Period. Mm. I would. I right, don't want to say oh. that, though. So, I mean, are you what saying he couldn't win one on his own? Are you saying he can't win one on his own? LeBron James? Yeah. LeBron James could win on his own. LeBron James is like Tiger Woods, okay? Oh, baby. <laughs> he's he's got to be up, he, up 3-0 against the other team, and... They're going to close it out in about five games. If he's got to come, he got to defer to somebody else. He's not going to take the big shot. He never has. He never will. When, when it's crunch time, when it's time to put up or shut up, he runs away and hides. Look at the film. I mean, he, he did it. Let's not forget Orlando now. Don't forget Orlando. Don't forget Orlando. Come on now. He just took some big shots. Oh, thank you, baby. Going to the Palace, he was destroying Detroit in the Palace in early years. Yeah, but then I the Spurs mean, exposed him. And then what did he do? He worked on his jumper. Yeah, he did go back and work. Spurs did expose him that first year. You're right. He went back and worked on his mid-range. LeBron, and, you know the deep thing he made with LeBron. I hate to see him. I, I hate to see him come up to that three-point line, dribble, and then step back and shoot that off-balance three. I hate. <laughs> I can't stand to see that. It's so silly because all he got to do is go to the basket. He gonna get fouled. You too big. Your shoulders too wide. They're not gonna get to the ball. You going to the, you going to the free throw line every time. Damn near. 
it's basically like Shaq. It's like a smaller version mm-hmm. of Shaq. Yeah. With him. Yeah. Yeah. With him. Yeah. I can say that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but folks, but look, also, look at the tape. He, he goes to the rim the first two quarters of the first quarter of the game. He goes to the rim. The second quarter, he goes to the rim. The third quarter, he starts backing off. Crunch time, he don't go to the rim because he's scared of that dog on free throw line. Oh, no, man. this is me. It's his size. It's his size. I'm telling y'all what it is. I've played basketball a long time, man. It's his size. He be tired. At the end of the game, he too tired. He done got beat up the whole game. He running. He 270. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of um, cardiovascular activity for somebody that big. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the game, he's tired, man. You talking about LeBron? Okay, I, have a, I have a question. Phil, yeah, LeBron. Do you think, but do you, but you th- okay, you say that. I mean, that can definitely be a reason as into why also. But you don't think that maybe it's a thing with him, I think, personally. It's the fact that he's always being compared to MJ or Kobe, one. So for him, it's more or less like, Instead of being the, being that person that just is trying to be MJ or Kobe, I'm going to just pass the ball because I'm a team player. Uh, no, I think he actually is skilled at passing the ball. I think he is extremely skilled at passing the ball, and so it makes sense for him to do it. You know, you man, it's, LeBron do passes that nobody else could do. Right, you know, full court, one-bounce passes. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't do this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? True. Baseline to baseline one pain, you know. Mm-hmm. People can't do that. He's a great passer, man. I don't, you know, I'm not so sure I should go so far as to say I guarantee he wouldn't have did it without Kyrie. Because you got to have somebody else. And ain't nobody going to do it by themselves. So whoever would have been there, I'm not so sure they could plug somebody in and he still win it. No, it's like saying, well, could could Steph have won it without so and so? Hell no! Hell no! Hell no! Yeah, hell no! Because he's because exactly. he's just a shooter. Yeah. Pretty much, you can't win it by yourself. You know, could Michael you have cannot. won it without Pippen? Could Michael have won it without Pippen? I don't know. No, I don't. I don't think that. so. You feel me? I don't think you the overall context of that you are correct. Nobody can do it by themselves. But you have situations, okay? Situation basketball. You look at that Cleveland championship when Kyrie hit that three pointer, okay? When yep. coming down to the end of the game and all the other games, regular season or whatever it is, when it comes to LeBron James, who always had the ball in the hand at the end of the game? LeBron, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, who had the ball to end the game? Kyrie had the ball, and LeBron did what? He moved out of the way and didn't even try yeah. to get the ball. Yeah. This last, yeah. yeah. I saw that. Okay. I remember that. Not that and again, you, so, so you could say that he was moving to create space for Kyrie. No. He moved out of the doggone way. Hey, Kyrie, you got it. Finish the doggone game. So you could say yeah. what? I didn't want, I didn't want to be the, 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 the blame factor here. If you miss the shot and we lose... Or you be the you be the hero here. So give yeah, give LeBron some credit, but he shies away from the big doggone moments. He's you know, I, I, 
with let, a triple let team. Some of these teams <laughs> nowadays play against the bad boys of Detroit in '89, and then tell me exactly. about how tough they are. You know what I'm it's saying? Yeah. And it's a good game. That's why I give LeBron credit in this era. You know, he is very. I wish he would uh, have administered more of his dominance, like you say, because he. I just feel like he could have been even more dominant. If he had that extra gear, that extra killer gear that, say, a Kobe or Jordan had, mm. I don't see him having that either. To I don't see him having that extra killer instinct gear that Kobe well, LeBron. had. Well, LeBron. I could, I could, yeah, LeBron. I couldn't put him up there. He's not even really in my top. I'd have to go way down top five, maybe in the ten. <laughs> no, not yet. No. Who, LeBron? a lot of killers. Yeah. You got wow, Kareem. Wow, got Magic. wow. You got Kareem, Magic, Kobe. Yeah. That's three, right? Top five, is hard to, top five is hard to crack, you know what I mean? I, I can't believe it, bro. I can't, I can't no, believe it. Right yeah. Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. Gary Payton, oh, Carl Malone, Tim Duncan, Steve Nash. I mean, Julius Irvin. Julius Irvin. Womp on Steve Nash. I don't respect that man. Like, yeah, Steve Nash is a good piece of work, though. If you played under Dan Tony, your career automatically gets an asterisk. You feel me? Real talk. You coaches him to not play defense. You telling me Steve Nash is I'm saying he. I'm saying he ain't deserve that MVP. Johnson, I take Kevin Johnson over Steve Nash. How, 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 how you the only MVP yeah, in history yeah. to never go to the finals? Come on now. Ooh, I mean, yeah, we're talking about that, but they're not going to give it out work in Phoenix. I mean, yeah, but look what they they game plan was. Shoot 100 shots and don't play no defense. I mean, anybody going to get numbers. That's pickleball, bro. That's, uh, yeah. that's how, that, I mean, people got different approaches to the game, man. I mean, I remember I just seen some of the best games, man. L.A. versus the Suns going in triple four overtimes, man. You know what I'm saying? Just All right, so let, let, me, let, me, let me drill it down, you know though. Saying? You, you, I know you're not in clear conscience going to say Steve Nash is in your top five. No, but I'm saying I'm just saying right. of people. No, I ain't gonna right. no. Top five, come on. No. Where's Dominique? Where's Dominique at? Where's Dominique at? Is Dominique up there? Top ten. Yeah, right? Dominique top, top ten, Mosa. No, he ain't no. Ain't in my top five. Dominique. Dominique is about really top thirty. Not a top five. Maybe I top wasn't 10. impressed by Dominique. So Grant Hill, Hill would be up there if he didn't get injured. You know what I'm saying? You got it's a lot take of stuff, the, man. You know, take out the dunk Tracy McGrady. You know what I'm saying? I love you know. Tracy McGrady. I did. Tracy McGrady? Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Vince oh. Carter was better than him. Vince Carter was better than Tracy McGrady. Oh, in my opinion. Uh, hands down, of course. I but I did love me some Tracy McGrady. Yeah, and what 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 I'm hearing is a lot, a lot of the younger folks. A lot of the younger folk is focusing on folks for like the last ten, fifteen years. And we're talking about greatest of all time and top five and top ten. Folks, we mm. got to go back a ways, man. You got folks like Iceman George Gervin, Big E, Elvin Hayes, Bobby Dandridge from the Washington Bullets, okay, Bernard King. 
Bernard King. Yeah, I had their best. I had their basketball Bernard cards, King. but but they still, I, I, they still, they still, they still, they still, they still not top ten though, guy. You know what I'm saying? Well, you yeah, had the greatest fifty, fifty or greatest all NBA player. Majority of the players came from the '80s and on up, man. You know, you gotta respect hey, that. George Gervin is in my top. Gotta remember when the league actually, you know. George Gervin in your top five. My top ten. No. Top ten. George no. Gervin. Yeah, oh, like oh, man. Oh, man. Come on, son. It was, just, it was put, good. You, it put was nice George Gervin, you put George Gervin in the nice NBA, he might give you 15 a game. Come on, man. Back then, they didn't even have no post moves. You kidding me? George Gervin ahead of LeBron? He would have he tried to fit. Oh, yeah, to yeah, LeBron, 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 LeBron. LeBron. That thing intended to glass every time. Le- LeBron is most definitely top ten, top ten, most definitely. Right. You got to put LeBron right. in top ten. Nobody, nobody's ever done what he's done. You got to give him top hey, ten. Hey, I'm about to drop. No, LeBron came in. LeBron came in at eighteen and was dominant. Okay. Yeah, he's been playing nonstop. Do your service. Right. It's not even top ten. Who? Doctor J. Urban is not a top ten all-time player. Period. What? Dr. J, dude, the top ten. Dr. J is top ten, man. You, it, 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 it wouldn't be no Jordan. It wouldn't be no Jordan if it was Dr. J, though. Dr. J was the epitome of what he was Jordan in the East back in the day. It wasn't nobody dunking like that. Dr. J is the, he is the Don Don of, 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 of basketball. Okay, Duncan. All right, he's Duncan. Okay. 80s. The 80s. He took his what team, else? what, to three championships? Three championships? Right. No, yep. not until Moses joined him. He was able to get over the hump. Well, Jordan didn't go to the championship to, to Pippen came. You know, Magic didn't go to the championship without Kareem. Kobe didn't go to championship without uh without, uh, without Ma- Magic, Magic 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 won this one championship without Kareem. Magic won it without Kareem. Against Doctor J in the seventy six. That's what I thought. Who's the greatest? Who's the greatest female? Who's the greatest female basketball player of all time? No, oh, Cheryl man. Miller. <laughs> this is for the audience, ladies and gentlemen. Carol <laughs> Miller. Oh, man. That first, Carol Miller, yes. But that first Houston Comets team, they Ooh. won like the first four or five WNBA championships. And uh-huh. it was an all star squad. They had Cheryl Swoops. Yeah, no, Lisa, Le- Lisa Leslie, Lisa Leslie was better than all of them. Come on, oh, man. she was so, a scrub. Lisa Leslie was better than all of them. Oh, I was gonna say Sonal Latham, so I'm back. I got nothing. Oh, <laughs> <what? laughs> <laughs> 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 I wanted to pivot real quick. Um, we about 15 minutes out. Uh, window of greatness this week where we give out holistic advice. We got a message from um, Coincidence. Is it just me or can anyone else see the glaring contradictions and absurdities of mainstream religion? Why do apparently intelligent people, on paper at least, believe in things they don't have the slightest shred of evidence for? In his book, The Beginning of All Knowing, Ahmed Ambar points out exactly what is wrong with religions such as Buddhism, Christianity, and Islam. 
Actually, these things should be obvious to any intelligent person who hasn't been brainwashed from birth. So why is it only a minority who can see it? Do we actually choose to delude ourselves? Uh, what do y'all hmm. think about whatever their little email was? Do you think it's a delusion to have faith? No, it's not a delusion to have faith. It's a delusion to be captivated by a man's structure. I I, I, I wrote a quote, uh, I think, about earlier this week. I said, if you're driving towards finding solace in religion, then you're basically using God as a drug pusher. And you're taking God as somebody that's supposed to serve you up with your fix. And you're getting fixed just for that day. You know what I mean? And there's a difference between spirituality and religion. I was listening to Farrakhan, and he was, and he came to the point, he was arguing that Elijah Muhammad was his Christ. So, you know, it's like when you're dealing with religion, you're dealing with a man's interpretation of a, a word or a word or, or, or a book or a canon. And, 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 yeah, it's just a title at the end of the day. It's just a title at the end of the day. But people are so caught up on, in hell and heaven and they don't even get faster. They they forget about living for the day, and we and far far and few. A lot of us are just so so um so like empty and empt in life. We'll just reach out for anything to give us that salvation, that juice for the day. That's my thought on it. Man, with being religion, I've always been one to say it's just like sex. What you do in your bedroom is your business. What you do to get you through the day. You might sit there and pray to an iguana, but, uh, you know, if that made you go out and treat people with kindness and, and follow, you know, basic rules about how to treat people, I'm all for it, you know. I just don't like when people try to force their belief on somebody else. Go to war because we don't like your God, and I don't like who you represent, so we're going to go to war with you. That's the part I don't like about the religion, how they can turn it into a war and start persecuting people and killing folks for what they worship. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel you. I mean, but what do you feel about now when the climate is where religion is divisive, but it also has a role in, in politics, in like a real tangible effect on people's lives? I mean, yep. religious right, yeah, I mean, they, down, they it move comes polls. Down to, it, comes down, it comes down to what's your belief, okay? Like the brother just said, well, do you believe in an iguana? You believe in a, a piece of stick out back that you go sit in front of every day and say whatever you say? What is your belief system? What do you believe? Okay. Now, right. folks believe in all kinds of stuff. Okay. Well, I yeah. I I listen. I listen to the minister speak. I listen to a lot of speakers. I read a lot of his teachings. Okay. And something that that affects me when I say affects me both spiritually and mentally of his ability to where he quotes and bring forth some of his content or most I'm sorry, most of his content from a biblical perspective and from Jesus rather than the, from the Quran and Muhammad. Oh, speak about that. He never speaks from the Quran. Never. <laughs> never. Right? So, so, so I say that I say that in context, not to put the brother down. I'm just saying that in context. Right. What is your belief system? Because I could say that I am a Muslim and I follow Muhammad the Prophet and all that stuff, but all the references that I give you 
is from biblical teaching and the following of Jesus Christ. Okay. Mm. So what is what is your belief system? So somebody could look at that and say, Well, that's a contradictory no. What is your belief system? What do you believe in? It's that simple. And mm-hmm. because I believe that that orange that's on my back porch that I sit down in front of every day and I say, man, Orange, I love you. You are the center of my life. You provide me with the guidance and everything that I need so that I can love somebody today. Mm-hmm. Out of all the stuff, you know, hope, faith, trust, all the stuff, if you can't love nobody, you ain't no good to mankind. And when I say love, I'm talking about a physical or sexual love. An agape love means what? Unconditional Regardless of your faith, your religion, your creed, or anything like that. Right. So it comes down to love. Can I love That's you right. and can you love me back? Yes, dude. Yes, dude. Hip-hop needs, hip-hop needs a religion. Hip-hop needs a religion. Getting back to the well, question. I, 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 I like <laughs> to say, um, as far as religion, man, I know the other day we were talking about um, uh, definitions. And mm-hmm. the word religion means to reconnect, re ligare you know, oh, to reconnect back to God. Reconnect. So, right. That's what religion right. is, you know. So it's really a tool. The thing is not, that's that's just a tool for us. And people fall in the pitfalls of anything that's man-made. So, you know, you can use it, but if you use it and then you allow your weaker side to fall in the, the traps that are set there for you, then that's our fault. We have to be able to be whole and to be honest within ourselves. We got to be able to check our faults at the level of thought. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But, you know, before it come out in the world, just because if you got bullshit on your mind, that still right. impacts the universe. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're showing yeah. good faith to everybody, you know, some of, the, some of the most hypocritical, terrible people you know is religious people. Very Those true. are some of the worst people you know. They'll right. run around talking about this person and that person telling you all this stuff that you're doing wrong, but in their mind, they know they're the worst people. So, you know what I'm saying? We have to really understand that religion, wherever it comes from, it's all got a common thread, and we ain't nobody's enemy. You know what I'm saying? The only reason we got enemies is because that weaker nature is taking hold. You know, because God ain't got no enemy. And why do you think? Why do you think? Why do you think? Why do you think we as men are always caught up in religion? Is the fact that we that we are uh, so um, so enticed about the unknown and and and, and, and 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 caught up in death and in life that we will be inclined to follow through on some things that we never know how far. Like I, we, I was I was looking about Enoch, about the book of Enoch, how he was taken up yeah. into the heavens with God, and it talks about the giants. You know, um, and and the fallen angels sleeping with the men, the, the daughters of men. You know, and to me that that was fascinating. But why? But why was that book taken out of the Bible? You know, it, it's like at the end of the day, certain things was not meant to be heard, but certain things was meant because it was it's, it's a plan and a program. But I feel like yeah. you know, in religion, there are some good aspects. But once state and the, the state and politics got involved with it. Then now it could be manipulated on a whole lot another level. Yeah. I, I Every individual like is going to have to go through the. Pu- I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, Terry. Um, what what I personally don't like about the Bible, and I noticed that it, because honestly, I've never been somebody that just sat down and read the entire Bible. Maybe I should, but um, hmm. I noticed watching um 
A Birth of a Nation. Yeah. When I saw that movie, it was it, it was crystal clear to me then what exactly is the Bible used for? Because for every mm. for every quote of a Bible scripture, there is a counter quote of a Bible scripture. Because the there was a scene, yeah, there was a scene, a scene in the movie where, um, you know, back in the day, if you were a black minister as a slave, if you were a black uh-huh. minister, you had you had no right to baptize white people, and mm. they this man tricked him, which is what caused him, um, caused his rebellion. Um, the, he was he was a known pastor, but he he dirtied himself up, made himself look real raggedy, and was saying he needed help. Um, the church banned him, all of this stuff, and he went to him, and he was just like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead, and I'm just gonna do it because that's what God told me to do. This is this is what I am. This is why I'm here. This is why I need to do it. So he baptized him, and then the man went back to his master to tell him, and he kept he kept throwing Bible verses at him. But because this man was so smart, Nat Turner was so smart, every Bible verse he threw at him, he threw a counter at him. So I'm like, okay, is this really helping, or is it not? Because when you when you think about it, if you live by goals or you live by something, like it shouldn't have a counteract to it the way the Bible does. If it's supposed to be a teaching and helping tool, I feel like mm. it, shouldn't, it shouldn't have two two like a two sort of head issue. Like, like I don't I just don't get it. I don't I don't right. see if it's a counter as a counter uh, as a counter, uh, like you told, they just feel like you sound like more of like a wrestling move where you counter somebody with a wrestling move. They say, yeah. they say a verse. I say Genesis one one, and you say Genesis one one with a different counter move. I just think when you understand the Bible, you oh. understand that it was written in a in a specific language, and then once that language was di- di- deciphered, then certain words. You that's why you have to say the etymology when you're studying the word. You have to say the etymology, the root word of it. You just can't go into it and get the okay. English understanding of a word when you when it's when it's Hebrew or, or Greek. So when you so when you get a word, you got to say what is the root word of it. So therefore, you can get. That's why they say study show yourself approved because, like you say, if somebody will give you a counter move and say, well, this is what it means to me, and then therefore you become what following this man's path and and it could spray you away. And lead, that's why they say the blind can lead the bleed the blind. So you got to be your yeah. own. You know what I'm saying? You got to be. You you have to have your own path into um to God. That's why the Christ the Christ um symbol was taken through with through the Niacin uh council. You know what I mean? Because Jesus Christ did not mean it was not meant to be considered one with God. He was just one to come fulfill the law. There's no such thing as dividing God. And that's one thing I believe in mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't realize, you know, is you do not divide God. <laughs> he right. is all. Well, I he think is she was referring, I, I think what she, but, what what I think she's, saying, what she's talking about it, is... Go ahead. Well, I think you're going no, where I'm about. Well, what I think she's trying to say is like they have, like, you know, where they talk about, uh, I forgot what demon it was, was, was put into the... Um, into the pig, and then from that, a, a lot of Christians get that you don't, you shouldn't eat pork because oh, okay, of that. Okay, but then, okay. there, but then there's an, also a scripture in the Bible that says nothing is to be. I forgot how it's stated, but it's nothing is to be, um, to be um, turned away or something like that. 
And then there's a, there's yeah, one yeah, that yeah. states, um, yeah. you know, like an eye for an eye. And then they, I understand where you're coming from, but getting back to the question, I just feel like I feel like we didn't create this shit. We didn't create the world. We didn't create ourselves. Yeah. I mean, in, yeah. in simplest terms, in simplest terms, we didn't create the shit. We didn't create our, ourselves. There's something I, I, I truly believe. There's something more to this world, and I believe. You know, I, I was taught to believe in God, and I am a person who has their own. I have my own mind. I think about things in my own way. Like, nobody right. really is able to manipulate me, I think, for myself. And I believe that there's a higher power. I believe in Jesus Christ. And I believe, like I said, we didn't create this, so who did? Okay? Can I ask y'all a question? Um, yeah. I know one of the big questions that, um, you know, that made me have a big conversation with a lot of my friends in high school. You know, I grew up a Muslim. I had a lot of Christian friends. Maybe and three so minutes out. One of the questions, the question was... How could God create man, knowing his imperfection that he put in him? Because you know what he made, right? And then uh, say, with the finite life that you have and the finite wisdom that you have, if you make the wrong decisions, I'm going to give you infinite hell as a lifetime after you die. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's not compassion from a God that knows you imperfect and knows you putting you in a world that's sin that you created to lean toward. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. Be, I don't believe in permanent hells or permanent heavens. I think that the life that we live now is making us approved to live on a higher plane, which is connected yes, now. Yes, we can live in it yes, now. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But we just don't see it like that. We're too connected to the the, the gravity of the bodily. But we know we got mm-hmm. a spiritual side. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just, it's learning to be living in that world now. In the yeah. world, but well, it, goes, it goes back. It goes back to to my initial comments. What do you believe? Be the salamander in the fire. <laughs> what What do you believe? You believe that the the Old Testament was an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. When folks mm. sinned against God, He came down and He strike down thousands of people and killed right. every Damn. male child and all that stuff. Yep. You know, and then and then he sent Jesus. He said Jesus came to to take care of all that stuff. You know, we can eat. Everything is good to eat. Man, should I have only one wife, no concubines, mm-hmm. all that good stuff? So mm-hmm. what do you believe? What what do you believe? Mm-hmm. I believe that we all can know the truth, and that if we become honest with ourselves on the inside, then we ain't got the fitness mm-hmm. that nobody else shows you on the outside because you already in union within yourself when you self-divided if you trying to figure out what's going on within you then you got stuff you got to deal with but you can do anything if it's in unity with your own being you know what i'm saying if you ain't got to lie to yourself to make it work you know what i'm saying yo we a minute out so everybody um if you want to give your closing statements you know what i mean go ahead and speak your piece let me go ahead and knock mine out right quick. I appreciate everybody. It was a great conversation. Like I said, it's Juice from Columbia, South Carolina. And uh, O.P. is my boy from the music scene. And so I, he know I like to talk politics and religion with like-minded folks and sports and all that, too. So I appreciate yeah. the good combo. Word, man. Appreciate you. Yeah. I just wanted to say something along those lines that I appreciate the conversation. Everybody showing up every week. It means a lot. It's going on. I, I think it's Definitely. been going great. It's going a long way. And also, y'all, that fight's on tonight, so make sure you watch it. 
Mayweather and um, McGregor. <laughs> Word, we got 30 seconds. So, yo, if you're going out, be safe All on right, the road. Let me, let, me leave you, let me leave you with a, with a few words. 20 seconds. Integrity and dignity. You can always sacrifice your dignity, but never, ever sacrifice your integrity. Yes, sir. Put that on the T-shirt. You are the winner, man. You are already the winner. Integrity. Matter of Thanks for y'all for listening to Hog Game Radio. Y'all have a good night. Peace. Appreciate y'all. All right. All right.